Hello and welcome to our third theme of the month roundup. So we've just come to the end of mental health and social emergencies. Is that what we called it? So I'm Penny. I'm the host of this podcast and I'm joined today by Fiona, who um, was leading the month that we have just come to the end of. So welcome, Fiona. Thank you, Penny. Lovely to be here. So... Your title was Social and Mental Health Emergencies, is that right? Yes. I think it took yes, a while for, for, for the title to be right, but yes. that felt like we kind of got to the right. Absolutely, because right. there was a suggestion that we could call it Vulnerable Adults, but I think we have to be careful that we don't sound prerogative towards them, and not everybody wants to be considered vulnerable, even with those sort of background problems absolutely and actually it kind of nails it a bit doesn't it when you call it a social emergency or a mental health emergency it's kind of what's happening and we're an emergency department so it kind of is all very very in keeping so as with all previous theme of the month months we've kind of divided it into kind of four sections so we kicked it off with alcohol dependency and homelessness was that we did Yeah. yeah we did that's right and so we had some really good messages up on the theme of the month board. We ha- generates lots of conversation around handover and what have you. Um, and then uh, week two was dedicated to mental, mental health. health. Absolutely. And was there a, what what was the kind of key messages from our mental health week? Can you remember? I can't. <laughs> uh, we were just really encouraging people uh, when they did the mental health assessments to. Uh, make a formal assessment of somebody's uh, mental health using the terms that the mental health team would understand so that the communication okay. was better Fantastic. Um, and to make sure that we considered uh, safeguarding of the children of everybody who comes in with a mental health or indeed an, an alcohol or a homeless problem yeah. anything that might impact on the people that they care for yeah uh, also there was a new matrix Yes, and it was an excellent opportunity for Toby to take us through how to do the matrix. Yeah, and I think it never hurts to go through that again, because no, there are I subtleties agree. and and ways of using the matrix to get the best communication. Yeah. I agree, and um, we had Toby teach on both of our nurse teaching days, and what usually happens is Toby and one of his colleagues does a, an amazing little um, demonstration of role play one of them plays the part of a patient and one of playing the part of an ED nurse doing the doing the matrix and it's a really good way to then demonstrate how to use the new matrix uh, both times he the, the service was so busy that he had to ask on my services to be his second <laughs> actress I loved it you obviously. were excellent you were absolutely <laughs> excellent having watched one and uh, and but it's the, but the nurses have found that particular way of mm. watching a matrix be completed when we're not mental health nurses you know we are adult nurses that are trying really hard to do our best from a mental health point of view so that I found that was really powerful and then the nurse teaching day through the through the month um, we had some really good speakers that we haven't had before so we've got um, a new um, IDVA or um, so let me see if I can get this right independent domestic violence advisor Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so she started, and then in so in month in week three, we were looking at safeguarding learning disability, adult safeguarding, adult yes, safeguarding. Right. Sorry, and yeah, and IDVA. 
And one interesting thing that came out from the learning disability lady, I can't remember her name, she did the most amazing session, really interested. And we all got very excited about the whole Makaton yes. thing. Yes. So, so talk me through what, what we're doing as a department moving forward with Makaton. What did we do? So on, in, during that week, we had a poster and information with just a few really, really useful signs about pain, about doctor, nurse, that sort of thing. Yeah. Just so that we would all have a real basic way of communicating. And that's now on Love ED because people do yeah. forget yeah and then hopefully holly's going to help us have a sign a week so yeah. that we can try and build on what we know and if you're not there for that week it will yeah. all be on love ed yeah. so there's a resource yeah to try and, and help with our communication and some of our staff are actually i didn't know this but some of our staff are actually learning they're going oh. through the process of learning sign language Excellent. at the moment and also i've booked said um, liaison to teach us at one of our nurse teaching purely teach us some basic math oh, and then w- the, the, the point being that all the people that are at that particular nurse teaching will make it their mission that they teach at least one other person what they learn on nurse teaching um, and so you know it would be so much better oh, another excellent. another string to our bow mm. and then we finished off the, the month the final week was about our high, high impact users and what do we yes. mean by high impact users so there's two definitions to a high impact user uh, so either it's the frequency with which they come to the emergency department mm-hmm. and even that the Royal College of Emergency Medicine says anyone who comes more than five times in a year is a high impact user uh, Dr Foster when they did their uh, report they went for 10 times a year mm-hmm. so the, the definition is um, variable mm. but I think the other really important definition is someone for whom the department has a high impact when they come. Mm. So it may be simply someone who has a learning disability, maybe Asperger's, Mm. and finds it really difficult to Mm. be here, Mm. and therefore we need to find them a space, Mm. or we need to provide time, which can be difficult when it's busy, Mm. or someone who maybe, because of their mental health Mm. or physical health, Mm. gets very agitated and distressed when they're here. Mm. So even if they don't come a huge number of times, every time they come it has a big impact. And there's a lot we can do to help with that. But in order to do that and make a plan, we have to notice that they're coming in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that um, was identified was um, Terry did one of her amazing um, case-based discussions on on WhatsApp. And it wasn't one I was available to to watch it unfold live. But as always, I Mm -hmm. read the hundred and whatever messages (laughs) when I actually get time because there's so much good learning that comes out of that. And I was just really fascinated at the close of that, the messages that people were, were putting in as a, you know, thanks for that, Terry. I will really think differently next time I look after one of these patients and I will try to be more patient and mm. I will feel, you know, I think it the whole element of raising awareness during the theme of the month mm. does change practice for the mm. better. That's mm. kind of ultimately that's the that's the bottom line isn't it Jess wants us to improve practice and for us to learn from each other and I just I thought that was really really had a great impact Mm. so hopefully as a department we Mm. learn loads through the month and Mm. yeah and I think if people just take home the idea of being kind to themselves and to the patients and trying to see the patient behind the behavior 
Yeah. Because often there is so much that's happened to these people which has produced the response they have when they're here. Yeah. Then we'll find the whole thing much easier. Absolutely. And like you say, just actually, let's just be kind. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's very difficult, so yeah. So thank you so much. I know there's a lot of hard work that goes into creating a theme of the month. Um, and I know um, just through circumstance that you did quite a lot of that <laughs> unaided. But it's really appreciated because I know it, it, you know, the learning is incredible. So um, I have nothing else I want to add. Is there anything else you want to add before we bring this? Just to say thank you to all the liaison teams, particularly the alcohol liaison team and the homeless discharge team who were forthcoming with lots of information yeah. and keen to teach. Yeah. And I think that just shows uh, what a good relationship we have with them. Oh, absolutely. And you've just reminded me of something else I wanted to tell you, because I don't I think I've told you this, is um, one of the things that has come out of the back of the things we discussed um, and questioned the staff about the, the impact of these patients for us at work was that sometimes they could do with a bit of a debrief um, mm. after looking after these patients. So we're trialling, starting in two weeks time um uh matt no christian is going to do a supervision conversation like we do for safeguarding he's going to do a high impact user um supervision conversation with staff and we'll see how that goes and we might add it in as a regular as a regular thing for us to be able to share share our experiences and learn from each other how we deal with certain things and and make it a more talked about subject as well so excellent idea so that's That's so that's that thank you so thank you very much for listening and we made this nearly 10 minutes which i said it would only be five um and we look forward to uh catching you up at the end of next month which is um Oh, cerebral, cerebral month, I think is what we're calling it, or maybe head and neck. neck. Anyway, head and neck, thank you. So, yes, uh, we'll, there'll be another podcast following this one. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.